And so I did research. I talked to some of the clients I had on the radio show years ago on ABC. I'm like, okay, Laurel Langmire, how did you write your book? She's like, I don't write. <laughs> You're a New York Times bestselling author. Yeah, as is my other client or other guest on the show, Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki said, yeah, I'm a bestselling author, but I'm not a writer. I hire that out. You know, when I go to McDonald's, they're not necessarily, you know, growing the burgers and back, you know, making their own bread. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Doug Crow. He previously featured on episode 131, which I highly recommend you go back and check that out. Doug's won the Dale Carnegie Highest Achievement Award, traveled to 42 countries and all seven continents. He's a pilot, scuba diver, father of three, and to top it all off, he's authored several number one bestsellers and hosted numerous radio shows in Chicago. But he also wrote a book on success, and it wasn't a success. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, we all know that I like having recurring guests, but I've also started having guests on a bonus podcast called Bright Bulbs. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, and we have a lot of fun talking about silly ideas and creative projects we may or may not ever get into. If you want to access this special bonus podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Doug Crow, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Absolutely. Okay, so this time we're going to talk about that book you mentioned at the end of our last episode that you started writing as you were digging yourself out of this ditch. But the problem is you were writing a book about success, but the book was <laughs> not a success. Is that right? Yeah, it goes a little bit deeper than that. You know, I, our company has, has produced, you know, hundreds of books at this point. But if we go back to the beginnings, it's funny because I, I was my own worst customer, quite frankly. <laughs> um, a lot of people, when they go through stuff in their life, uh, you know, divorce, rape, imprisonment. A lot of the, a lot of people. That's their their impetus to create their book. And I was no different. You know, I've been through 19 foreclosures, bankruptcy, divorce, and during my what I call my boohoo phase, I decided to write a book. It was therapeutic. It was very cathartic, and it was an awful piece of literature that I wouldn't recommend anybody read. And it was because of that, you know, that self reflection. I was like, wow, I got my crap out of me. I got it to write, but after setting aside and claiming back to it, I'm like, oh, this is awful. This needs help. And so I did research. I talked to some of the clients I had on the radio show years ago on ABC. I'm like, okay, Laurel Langmire, how did you write your book? She's like, I don't write. <laughs> You're a New York Times bestselling author. Yeah, as is my other client or other guest on the show, Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki said, yeah, I'm a bestselling author, but I'm not a writer. I hire that out. You know, when I go to McDonald's, they're not necessarily, you know, growing the burgers and back, you know, making their own bread. And the same thing is true with the book, a, a well done, a well positioned, a well marketed book requires dozens of skill sets. So I decided, okay, I took the time to write all this drivel, might as well see if I can make it better. So I learned how to hire a decent editor. I learned that even after editing my own words, it still wasn't good enough. I needed a journalist to actually interview me to pull things out of me that I glossed over that he said, no, your readers are going to want to know this. So a journalist ghostwriting team is super important. Um, a proper proofreading, 
And then after that's all done, you know, uploading it to Amazon, making it a Kindle, all the, the, the dirty details, that's operational, but it's important to do it properly. But of all the things that are important, it's the positioning slash marketing, which trumps the content, unfortunately. I'd love to say, if you build it, they will come. But I'm sorry, there's 2.2 million new books coming out every year. And nobody has time to read them all and nobody should because there's, you know, self-publishing was the greatest thing in the world to be able to, anybody could write. It's also the worst thing in the world because anybody can write and not, not everybody should. And my, I was one of those people. So learning how to improve my writing, yes. Hire better editors, important. Getting good journalists, super important. But of all those things, getting someone to properly position your story and market it to the right audience with the right intention and purpose and and not just the information, because information is, you know, relatively free online nowadays, but important to, to capture the wisdom in an entertaining manner. A lot of nonfiction authors avoid the word entertainment because, no, I want to educate, inform, and brand build. Like, yeah, but you're asking someone to take hours out of their life and read your stuff. If it's not entertaining, other people who are entertaining and informative are going to beat you. You have competition. So, um, yeah, there's a whole lot that goes into um, properly positioning, branding, and creating that content in a multimedia format because it's not just a book nowadays. It's stuff like this, audio, video, uh, print, offline. Yeah. So it's important to do all that in a holistic manner, really. Yeah. So how did you start picking together these pieces for, for yourself? How did you start finding, okay, I need an editor. I need the marketing. How did you pick those pieces up? I, I'm, a, I'm a really good student and... To this day, I started clocking how much time I spend learning online and taking courses, and it's insane. I, I generally read or study stuff in my industry and other industries to about three hours a day. So with that said, you know, the past 12 years, I probably got a master's degree in publishing and marketing. Over the past 40 years, I'm sure I have a master's degree in uh, social psychology and, and uh, human relations and uh, marketing in general because I have studied everything from the birth of the internet and before to the new media, AI, a lot of stuff's coming out there that we can't all keep up with, but I keep my finger to pulse of a lot of different pies to know what's happening in the world and why people are reading less and publishing more. And the only way to carve out three hours a day is to not do something else. Yeah, I, th I think that's a, that's a really important point is when you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to other things, right? Many other things. Yeah. Thousands of things you could be doing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could be getting ice cream right now, but I decided to do a podcast instead. Oh, uh, yeah. You nice. know, yeah. no, pr no pressure, Doug. Okay. Did, did we make the right decision here, here uh, Doug? You're probably thinking the same thing. I, I don't you know. know. We could all be getting ice cream right now. Yeah. But, you know, we, we make these choices because we see, okay, I get to have a great conversation with Doug. I get to, you know, record this podcast. I get to learn a valuable lesson, right? We have to kind of put ourselves in, I, I like to try and put myself in future Alex's shoes and think, is he going to appreciate the ice cream as much as he'll appreciate this conversation with Doug, yeah, right? You could, you could do both. Go get one after we're done, please. I don't want <laughs> hey. to be the, you know, bad, bad news bear. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll commit to that. I'll get ice cream right. after we're done. Outstanding. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just love that lesson of prioritizing our time and choosing carefully how we're spending it. And, making study uh, a part of that.
at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. What are you up to, Doug? And where can we go to find you and interact with your work? Well, great, thanks. Um, I'm a contributor to entrepreneur.com, a bunch of the magazines, Thrive Global, uh, my own website, dougcrow.com. But I have a, a very, very big passion for helping people get their message and story out into a way that they can actually do something with it. So our publishing company, we have a very, very concise and customized um, assessment for people to take. And it takes a few minutes. It's customized to you and what you want to achieve. And they can do that by going to go.realbestseller.com and filling that out. And they'll have a custom assessment about their idea, if they should publish a book or not, if they should write it themselves or not, and uh, how we can make a difference in the world together. I love it. I actually think that's a great service. I know a lot of our guests or a lot of our guests and a lot of our listeners are interested in writing a book or currently working on a book right now. So I think that's a fantastic survey. Now I'm going to link all your links down in the show notes for people. And with that, I just want to say once again, thanks for joining me. Okay. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening. Learn, study. Is there something you want to do but lack the skills to do it? There are tons of resources out there for you. There are also people out there who can help. And yes, I did get ice cream after this episode was recorded. It was delicious. Special thank you to Doug for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, including his special offer, which I've linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episode 131 of Broken Bulbs, which also featured Doug. And... If you want to offer your support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit patreon.com slash alexwilliams or just use the first link in the show notes. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me from wherever I happen to be to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio. We are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gefsison and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.